In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset on this bright and sunny day in Chicago. I'll tell you what, I think that Mother Nature has forgotten to deliver winter in Chicago, and we're okay with that. (laughs) We really are. We've been enjoying some lovely, lovely weather here, and I hope the same is true for you. Today on the Million Dollar Mindset, we're going to talk about a really, really important topic for you business owners out there, and especially for solopreneurs, solo practitioners, and internet marketers, okay? We're going to talk about niching, developing a niche, the hows and the whys. And I thought because this this topic is important on a number of different levels and to a couple of different demographic types, okay? So we have solopreneurs and solo practitioners and, and even businesses uh, who have, you know, the entrepreneurs who have employees and such. Um, and it's important to niche there. And if you are an internet marketer, it is 10 times more important to niche because you have to identify what it is you're going to be selling on the internet. And you can't do that until you identify your niche, right? And so I wanted to kind of do a a broad-based show today and address both sides of that for those of you who are thinking of starting an internet marketing business or thinking of starting starting some sort of a solo practitioner business, and those of you who are in business already and having a hard time getting clients because you haven't identified a niche. Now, if that's you, let's address that first, okay? If that's you, you may or may not know that one of the reasons, probably the primary reason, if you're good at what you do, that you're not finding clients is because you don't have a niche, Now, you've probably heard people suggest that to you or read about it online or maybe even gone as far as to pick up a couple of books, but you haven't bought into it yet. So the first thing I would say to you is to really, really explore that mindset. It's not a million-dollar mindset. Ironically, thinking about having a niche as limiting is a limiting mindset 
mindset. And I can use my own practice as an example. When I first started niching to women in business, and it gets more specific than that, but um, when I first started narrowing down my, my niche by saying that I coach women, I was so afraid that I would never attract men into my coaching business, male clients. And, you know, the truth is, I don't have a lot of male clients, but I really excel at coaching women and certain personality types of men. So first of all, you know, the, the, the fear base that I was letting go of the male client was silly because I I am better at coaching women than most men, not all men, but most men. Uh, So I had to take into account what I enjoy doing and where my skill really lies. But as I have found out over the years, saying that I am a coach for female entrepreneur has not been limiting at all. I still get male clients and prospects contacting me. And luckily, fortunately, I still get a lot of people who are not entrepreneurs or business owners at all, who really want life coaching. And I love life coaching people who who aren't even in business as well, people in transition, people who just aren't happy with the way their lives look, and they're ready to become empowered. So I'm here living proof uh, to tell you that developing a niche is not exclusive. Exclusive to it doesn't create an exclusivity to your niche. In other words, you will still attract people from different arenas if it's appropriate. If you're a massage therapist, let's say, and you specialize in massage for people who have been, let's say, diagnosed with cancer, because that's a very specific niche and a very specific skill and knowledge base. Okay, that does not mean that 100% of your clients are going to be people who have been diagnosed with cancer. Not at all. Not at all. You'll still be attracting people from, from you know, a, a variety of different problems and backgrounds and, and everything else. So that's just another example. You will attract a lot of people to your business who are outside of your niche. Now, the other thing that I'd like to talk to you about the mindset and niching, if you're feeling limited by niching, is that you don't have have to have just one. It's okay to have two to three niches. Now, for instance, I also practice EFT, the emotional freedom techniques, okay? I am not um, exclusively a business and life coach. I also do EFT. And with EFT, I introduce that into uh, sessions where people have limiting beliefs and, and doubts and fears that are holding them back. And those sessions can be with people who are entrepreneurs or people who have illness or people who are in transition or resisting change, people who are struggling with their spirituality. I mean, it can be just about anyone. It's, it's the problem there that is the niche. People who have limiting beliefs, especially fear barriers. Okay. So, when you have a fear barrier and you address that in a certain way in your business, let's say if you're a coach, um, then that can be a niche overcoming your fear. Okay, now it can be it can be even more specific with that 
too. You could say overcoming your fear of flying, overcoming your fear of visiting the dentist. Okay, so you can see how you can continue to niche down on an existing niche. So don't think that just because you have a niche, you have to have just one. So, and especially you internet marketers out there, right? Or you want to be internet marketers, um, you can, you'll have to have more than one niche because the, the, the well will run dry eventually on the niche that you've got if you're successfully out there already or, or once you determine that. So we've got a couple of different angles to go here, a few different angles to go, as you can see. Now, I want to give you another example of why it's niche. Okay, and we have tons of examples. This is another one from my recent um, business experience. As many of you know, I write for Inc. Magazine online, and I love doing that. And this week's post, go check it out, is a LinkedIn post about how to create great connections on LinkedIn. You know, what's the the uh, secret sauce there? And I interviewed a number of people who are, you know, really master networkers on LinkedIn and really leveraging that tool to bring in business and uh, doing it well. So one of the things that everyone, well, everyone really had very similar points, but if you go see the article at incinc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka, or you can go to inc.com and simply Google Marla Tabaka and my articles will come up. If you visit that article, you'll see that um, a lot of the feedback that I got from the, the networkers over at LinkedIn was very similar. And one of the things was to go into the questions and answer section on LinkedIn, and you'll find that under the other tab, and, uh, you know, flaunt your ex- expertise in there by helping others, answering questions that people put out there and asking your own questions and really establishing yourself as an expert in your niche. Well, that's easier said than done if you don't have a niche, right? If you don't know what expertise you want to market. So, and, and you know, you may laugh at that thought, but it's true that a lot of business owners, again, more specifically solopreneurs and solo practitioners are out there saying, I really don't have a niche. I am a X, Y, and Z, and that's it. But I don't have a niche. I'm um, a transcriptionist, and I'll transcribe anything for anybody. But I'll tell you what, if you're a transcriptionist who works exclusively for um, cardiologists, let's say, as my dear friend does, um, then you're going to have a tighter niche and a tighter area of expertise, and therefore, the abundance will flow. So those are a couple of the uh, mindset reasons to have a niche, okay? A couple of the the shifts that you might have to make psychologically to have a niche. So getting unstuck, because I'll tell you what, if you don't have a niche, you're stuck. You're stuck in a place in life and business that doesn't feel good to you, okay? So we're going to help you get unstuck today. We know why to develop a niche. We've just experienced that. 
Okay. When people have a difficult time prospecting and closing on business and you don't know who your audience is, that's a problem. So when I hear someone say, well, I work with anyone who or somebody who uh, things like that, uh, not so much. But if I hear you say something very, very, very specific, then I'm going to understand immediately who your client is and who to send to you and how to help you in a networking arena. So, you know, having a niche is going to provide much more powerful networking and marketing efforts, okay? Because you can really brand yourself when you have a niche, right? Really, really brand yourself well and get out there on Twitter and Facebook and social media and really create some materials that are going to help you. So when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about how to do that, how to create some materials in social media so for social media so that you're not spending a ton of time in social media and and how developing your niche is something that is going to help you to do that, something that's going to really enable you to do that. So while we're on break, think about your niche and what it is. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Information is power, the power to change your life. So be here for education to excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to Excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset 
on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And I want to just say that I appreciate all of you for tuning in today, and I hope you benefit greatly from this information. I want to welcome you to give me a call uh, during the show or to contact me via email at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. So we're talking about niching and going into break, I suggested that it could make your social media work so much easier if you have a well-developed niche. And here's why. Because you're going to automate your tweets and your updates, okay? So very important. And on a side note, if you didn't see my article interview with Chris Brogman about Google Plus last week over on Inc., please do go over there and, and check that out because there was some really enlightening information about why it's important to hop on the Google Plus engine as soon as you can. So I've been slowly integrating that into my business as well. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about the results that that can bring. So head on over to Inc. and check out the Chris Brogan interview. And he was here on the show last week as well in the second half of the show, giving us some, some great information about Google Plus. Plus, so check it out. So back to the niche idea. Once you have a niche, you can really establish yourself as an expert in that niche, and and that's important. And to do that, you'll be blogging. One of the things that you'll be doing is blogging. So when you have those blogs, it's so much easier if you can write a few articles in advance, uh, a few blogs in advance, and a few tips for your niche in advance. You can extract sentences out of your articles that you've written. If you schedule those blog posts, say you have um, four of them all scheduled, you can extract maybe two points out of each out of each post post and put that in your updates and for social media. You can go out and find other resources online that are excellent resources for your niche. You can do polls on Facebook. You can, oh my goodness, the list just goes on and on and on. Ask questions on LinkedIn and, you know, really establish yourself in that niche. Now, the wonderful thing about this, in addition to exposure and growing your business, is that when you do that, you can automate it so that you're not spending hours and hours a day in social media if social media is not your business, okay? Now, if you're an internet marketer, odds are strong that you're going to be spending some decent time in social media. Uh, but if social media is a marketing and connecting tool for you, like it is for most entrepreneurs, uh, it's so nice to use Hootsuite or one of those other fabulous tools out there in order to automate your update. Okay, so do check that out. My favorite is Hootsuite and, uh, you know, learn about what it can do for you so that you can go ahead and I mean, my goodness, you can put out if you want to sit down and devote a day or so to it, you can actually put out a month's worth of social media updates at a time uh, without too much pain. Because once you're on that roll and the project has your undivided attention, it's not going to be too difficult for you to pull together lots of great tweets and lots of great updates for the other social networks. Now, the important thing to remember when you are automating your social media presence is that that is not 100% of your presence. It is very, very, very important 
to get into your social media platform, uh, whichever one or two or three or whatever it is that you uh, most utilize, and to connect with the people on a personal level and to really be out there and to help people and to inspire people. So it's it's not you know by automating your your updates it is not taking the place of actual facetime in social media entirely it's just making it easier and cutting down on that time so it's important to remember that so how to find and develop a niche okay so again we're speaking to two different audiences here um, we're speaking to people who may be solopreneurs and solo practitioners who are either just launching or have launched a business and haven't really refined their niche. And we're speaking to internet marketers who want to find a niche for a new product or a new direction to go. So that's what I'd like to do first is talk a little bit to internet marketers. And um, Perry Marshall has um, a great method for really establishing your niche to, to really explore your niche. And the first part of that is to really get to sit down and spend time with yourself and to get to to know, to open your eyes to all of the fabulous things that you do know. Because while if you are really, really, really savvy to social media and internet marketing, you may be able to make just about any niche successful if there's a market for it. Um, choosing something that you already know something about is going to be important, okay? Because then you can really throw yourself behind it 100%. So to do that, Perry Marshall suggests these questions. He says to list every magazine you've ever subscribed to for any length of time. So what magazines do you enjoy? And and go ahead and date back for a while because it's going to help you to really explore other interests that you may have had and forgotten about. Okay. Also list your newsletters and different publications that you consistently enjoy reading now. Okay. That's important because again, doing this exercise can really help you to remind yourself of of all the things you do know and all the things that you have kind of explored and and the interests. and, And it helps you to remember that there are other people out there who have like-kind interests and therefore are going to want some value from you, okay? Now list every job or industry that you've worked in long enough to become very familiar with, even if you've been out of it for a long time. And, you know, when I did this exercise, it made me realize how much time I spent in earlier years in the food industry and, uh, you know, how much I did know about certain aspects of the food industry, which can be, if you break that down, a very, very powerful niche, okay? So make sure and list everything that you've experienced in your career as as far as the types of jobs you've done. And also list the groups that you've been a member of. And, you know, that includes childhood groups like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and fan clubs and things like that. If you're a collector and you belong to a group, list that. Um, If you belong to groups on LinkedIn and, and, uh, you know, different lists and Yahoo and Google groups, list those, women's groups, grief recovery groups, any kind of groups that you may have belonged to, okay, go ahead and list those. Now you're going to list your schooling and your training and the educational experiences that you've had in life. What has life taught you? 
you certainly want to list those things too. Again, for me, reflecting back to some of the struggles that I experienced as, as a young uh, wife and mother was, was very significant for me because it helped me to realize that there are still people out there struggling with the very same things possibly that I struggled with. And, and in, in my case, it was, it was very, very, very specific niche. So that was a powerful part of the exercise for me. So what have you learned in training and in school and in life? Go ahead and list your hobbies and your interests, all that come to mind, and five topics that you know a lot about, but most people don't know that you know a lot about. That one was a tough one for me because I'm an open book, but let's see if you can, if you can master that. And then list things that you've experienced in your life that has given you a great familiarity with certain products or services or experiences, okay? So, for instance, I used to own a coffee shop, and uh, so I know a lot about espresso machines and restaurant equipment, things like that. You know, I can uh, tell you how to repair a refrigerator and an espresso machine. So what kinds of uh, experiences have you had that you know a lot about? I've also insta- installed my own wooden flooring in my home. And so there have been a lot of good things that that opened my mind, my mind to. What are the topics of the books that you have on your bookshelves? Can you list a number of topics that you have more than five books on? That will tell you a lot. And then personal victories that you have had in your lifetime. List some that come from your childhood years, your teen years, your early adulthood, and your recent years. What are your personal victories? What do you feel good about? What happened and why do you feel good about it? So that is Perry Marshall's exercise. And it's really going to help you to to think about some things that you know, are going to be powerful in terms of niches. Now, for internet marketing, we can look at niches like uh, woodworking and, uh, oh gosh, I once met a gal who had designs for uh, chicken coops. Who knew that backyard chicken coops were a big thing? And you know what? She was doing really well with that business, chicken coop designs. Uh, So the more, I almost want to say, the more bizarre it gets, the tighter your niche, okay? And so if you do your market research to find out if people are spending money on that niche, then you can really, really, really make um, some decent money and uh, get out there and do a good job of marketing it to your niche. So the more specific, the better. I had mentioned woodworking. Well, that's great. But what about, you know, woodworking in terms of building a boat out of balsam wood? You know, do you have designs for that? Or or can you join an affiliate program? That's the easiest way to do it. Join affiliate programs where those designs are offered. So go ahead and research your niche ideas. 
find out if they're great ideas and you've already got a leg up because now you're being very specific and you can get out there and market to your niche very well. So we're going to go into another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about questions you can ask yourself to find your niche if you're a solopreneur or solo practitioner and to really identify who your audience is because I'll tell you what, you need to know your audience so well that it feels like you have a very close companion at your side at all times. And so we're going to talk about how you can figure out exactly who your audience is so that you can refine your marketing. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Fertility is an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on Toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central on Toginet.com. Whether you're four and a half or 100, you can retrain your brain. Learning RX, the radio show, is on Toginet.com, Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time with Martin Kruger. Learning RX programs are quick, they're efficient, they're life-changing, and they're permanent. Unlike tutoring, cognitive skills training or brain training targets the root issue causing learning struggles. Time and money spent on chronic tutoring is a clear signal of cognitive skill deficiency. That's where Learning RX comes in. Call today, 903-617-6899. 903-617-6899. Then join us for the show here every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. And take advantage of the power it holds to improve your life. There are so many brain training issues that Learning RX can help you with. It's not a product, it's an experience. So join us for Learning RX, the radio show with Martin Kruger. Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. 
and welcome back. We are here talking about developing, exploring, discovering your niche, whether you're an internet marketer or you are a solo practitioner, uh, solo practitioner or a, a solopreneur rather, or just a small business owner who really wants to really tighten up your market because that's important. It's, it's In fact, it's critical if you want strong success. If you don't have a niche, then uh, odds are that ironically you're missing out on clients or customers rather than um, limiting yourself. So we talked about that limiting mindset at the top of the show and uh, that you really need to broaden your mindset. And uh, funny enough, that's that's by niching in your business and your products. So some questions that you can ask yourself to get to know your customer, your client, who is that person? Because this is important, especially, again, for solo practitioners who who work with people, if you're a coach or um, even an author and you're blogging and you're not quite sure who you're blogging to, uh, it's important to ask yourself these questions and to really get to know your audience. Audience. So ask yourself this, and, and, and I'd also like to say that if you want these questions, I'd be happy to email them out to you if you want to con- connect with me, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And before we go into those questions, I want to invite any of you who are listening live to call into the show at 877-864-4868. Six nine, and go ahead and ask your questions that way, or you can go ahead and click that chat button on our on Toginet homepage. Go into the chat room, and our producer will forward your questions to me if you have a question that way. So important to do if you want to chat. All right, so ask yourself: of all the people who could use my product or service, who am I most passionate about working with? Who do I most closely identify with, understand, and even sympathize with? Who would that be? Okay. Now, one of the things that's important is to identify a person, sort of, I guess you would say, an avatar who is your ideal client. And my avatar is Lucy, and she's affectionately named after my African gray parrot, who you will often hear in the background of my show, unfortunately, because Lucy likes to be verbal when I'm verbal. So uh, forgive the disruption if you hear Lucy in the background. So Lucy is my avatar. And The way that I came up with the description of my ideal client is I imagine that I was speaking to a large room of people on my most passionate topic and that when I asked who I could help, almost that whole room raised their hand. You know, let's say 50% of that room raised their hand because, you know, some sometimes, often, most often when you speak, you're not speaking directly to absolutely everyone in the room. You're really targeting to hit a choice number of people in the room. So I had the job of narrowing it down in my mind's eye to one specific person that I could help. 
And I said to myself, if, if, if I had to choose just one out of 250 people to help, who would that person be? What are that person's habits? How old are they? What are they stuck on? What is it that they do in life? How do they spend their free time? What are their favorite foods? What are their favorite colors? What's their income? Do they have children? Are they married? Are they dating? Are they single? Uh, do they come from a happy background or did they grow up in an abusive environment? Environment, or, you know, I just went on and on and asked myself all these questions until I came up with my avatar named Lucy. And I can't tell you how much that has helped me because when I write my marketing copy, I write to Lucy and it just helps so much. So that takes us to the next question, uh, kind of a long roundabout way of answering this question, who will benefit the most from my product or service? And that answer is your avatar, whatever you want to name your avatar. When I speak with them or sell to them, what is it that excites me the most? What is it that really makes me feel passionate when I talk to that avatar? And your next question is, if I have to devote a lot of time and effort to learning about a particular industry or demographic, what would I enjoy the most? And which ones do I already know a lot about? So again, for you internet marketers out there, this is a really important question because if you're going to join affiliate programs and market some affiliate products or develop an ebook to market or whatever it is that you're going to market as, as a uh, internet marketer, well, you're going to have to explore things that you're going to be marketing. Okay, so I'm thinking about a new niche uh, for internet marketing and I... I thought of a few and they just, I thought, oh God, if I have to do a lot of research on that, it is just going to bore me. I knew they'd be good niches, but it would bore me. And so I came up with one that really feels exciting to me to research. And am I an expert? No. But by the time I'm done with my research and pulling together my product, yes, I will be an expert. So think of the ones that you would like to learn more about and the ones that you know something about already, uh, you know, a decent amount already, and make a list of those. Okay, and the last one is the people who give me most positive feedback on my offerings are, and, and go ahead and talk about what kind of person that is. When have you gotten really, really positive feedback on whatever it is you do? And think of a number of times that you've received that feedback. Write down the people's names. Describe them a little bit. See what the common links are, because that's really going to tell you where you are really, really shining, okay? And you want to take advantage of that shining star within you and really get out there and develop a niche about it around it. So ask yourself those questions. Again, call into the show at 877-864-4869. If you want to email me, feel free to reach out at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And again, don't forget to visit Inc. Inc. Inc.com. And uh, I'm sorry, yes, Inc.com and authors. 
slash Marla hyphen tobacco. Lots of good information there for you. And there are a lot of uh, other amazing authors on that site as well. So you'll garner tons of good stuff. So now that you've identified those things, how can you further refine your niche? How can you further get to know what it is and uh, understand whether or not it's a great niche? Well, you're going to do some exploring in the social networks like Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus and LinkedIn. You're going to look at the questions that people ask, go into discussion groups and see if People are really, really conversing in those discussion groups and in this particular niche. See how passionate they are. See what the most frequently asked questions are. See how much information exchanges hands in these places, in these platforms, because this is your marketplace. This is where you're going to be advertising or, you know, promoting yourself. Now, if you're a solopreneur who is a massage therapist or something where there's a ge- geographical limitations, you're still going to use social media, but you're also going to use some other marketing platforms, right? You're going you're to put together uh, programs that will help you to market in different ways, whether you're connecting with other businesses or um, organizations or groups, whatever. It's still very, very important to know your niche, okay? and understand how you can help whoever it is that you're approaching. So being in social media and doing this research in social media is going to help you with that as well because it's a huge sampling of what's out there. And if you see, you know, hundreds of discussion boards on um, how to knit, for instance, or how to crochet or how to make a baby blanket or whatever it is, how to raise your toddler, um, how to get your toddler through teething, Whatever it is, if you see discussion boards on these things and those people are passionate, that's just a larger sampling of what's going on in your community, right? I mean, it doesn't mean that it's only out there virtually. These are people in homes. These are your neighbors. These are your coworkers. These are, you know, the people that you connect with at church. They're, they're the people you see in your community every day. So that is not strictly virtual information. So exploring these discussion boards and these different uh, social media platforms really is going to let you know whether or not you have a great niche, okay? So for me, with women in business, I love to go into those discussions and I love to see what the most frequently asked questions are and what the, the greatest challenges are. And that's how I design my podcasts and my articles and my coaching programs. I design them around all of that. Because I'm really, I've really got my finger on the pulse in, in women in business. And it is so helpful. Marketing, um, gathering marketing information is easier today than it ever, ever, ever has been in the past. So take advantage of this, uh, this opportunity, which is just wonderful. So once you've done that, you're going to want to, again, establish yourself as a network. And we talked a little bit about that at the top of the show and why it's important to establish yourself as an expert. And creating connections is very important. And I'm going to tell you something. If you hope to write a book someday, 
Okay, think about it. You want to be a pub, you want to be an author, you want to write a book, or you want to really get your law, your uh, blog highly visible. Um, it's important to have a platform of your own. It's important to have followers on Facebook and Twitter and, and people connecting with you on LinkedIn and Google Plus is critical. In fact, um, a publisher will always ask you what your platform is. In fact, they won't have to ask you. They're going to go out and research and they're going to know what your platform is. So I was approached by Wiley Publishing last year and they knew exactly what my reach was. So it's important to start establishing this now if you want to write a book someday or if you want to really get your blog some great exposure. It's important to get out there in social media with your niche and your level of expertise. So this is all foundational stuff. And if you skip over it, you're going to find yourself kind of falling through the cracks of your foundation. We'll be back in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life. Through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your body like a book. Dr. Devan will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Christian work-at-home moms, here is your own show on toginet. It's CWAM, Christian work-at-home moms with Jill Hart and Diana Innan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Um, I'd love to share with you just a little bit about how CWAM can help you, whether you are new to the work-at-home world and just starting out your search, or whether you've been working at home for a while and are looking to grow your business. Jill Hart is the founder of Christian Work-at-Home Moms, CWAM.com, and co-author of So You Want to Be a Work-at-Home Mom. Jill has worked from home from 2000 and started her home-based business to assist other Christians who desire to work from home while maintaining a godly life. And Diana Ennett with virtualwordpublishing.com. I really, truly want to see you succeed, want to share the joy that I have in being home with my kids and being able to build my own business. And she's ready to help you now. Christian Work at Home Moms with Jill Hart and Diana Ennett. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
And we're here today having some fun talking about niching and the importance of developing a niche for your business, whether it is an online business or if you are a solopreneur, solo practitioner who sees people live and in person or whatever it is, a niche is very, very, very important. So think about and explore some of the more successful branding that you've seen out there as far as niches goes, okay? Um, how specific can you get in terms of examples of niches that you know have been very, very, very successful? And that's going to give you a great visual of what you can achieve. A good way to find those things is, is again, on Twitter and on Facebook and really track some people that you think might have some really solid niches and watch how they put it out there. Look at their website. See what they're putting out there and how they're doing it and how specific they are. And uh, you'll know that they're receiving results if they continue doing that because, you know, we're not going to continue investing our time and money in something that isn't working, hopefully. So kind of be a stalker out there on social media and find people who are successful in doing what you want to do. And uh, I spoke with, I had the honor of speaking with and interviewing Dave Levinsky a couple weeks ago. Dave is the co-founder of a fabulous organization called Grow Think, and that's grow, as in grow your business and think, <laughs> dot com. And, uh, you know, one of Dave's suggestions was to really look look at the people who are doing it bigger and better than you are and to really model yourself after that on a smaller level until you can grow into whatever size it is that you're looking to grow to. And it's important to do that, to go out there and look at your competition, somebody that you know is really successful in doing what you want to do and finding a few people like that and and seeing what they're doing. And um, I spoke to a gentleman last Last week, who I'll be interviewing for an article on Inc., and you'll see that one coming up. And and Monte was really amazing at pointing out things that are critical to success. And, you know, developing a, a tight niche was one of them. And you really want to see what other people in the arena are doing, look for their mistakes, look for things that can be done better, look for their, their weaknesses, if you will, and get out there and do it even better because you can, you can really rock your niche. So it's important for you to do that. Now, once you have developed your niche, you want to be an expert, right? You you definitely want to establish your expertise in that niche. And how can you do that? Writing, blogging, of course, um, talking at different groups, going to networking groups, being in social media and, and helping people. The best way to do it, truthfully, is not by preaching, but by lending a hand, by helping others. And you will be seen as an expert, a fabulous business person, and a, a very giving soul and, and mentor in some cases. It's important to help others to succeed because you'll remember that when you were struggling, someone helped you and it, it kind of just creates this full, wonderful circle. So it's important to do that. So when you're in a networking environment, 
remember that you are there to help others and whatever comes back to you is just a natural flow, okay? So you're not there looking for business opportunities to come back to you as much as you are um, to help others, and those business opportunities will come back to you, okay? Now, that's not to say if you're at a business meeting, you want to be pretty pretty uh, targeted on what it is that you want to achieve in that business meeting. So, you know, I'm not saying to go all kumbaya on everything you do, okay? But remember, in many, many environments, Environments, you are there to help. And the helping hand goes a long way in social media, and it goes a long way at networking groups and with personal connections. Because if you're an expert and you're a good person, people are going to connect you with other good people, and wonderful, phenomenal things are going to begin to happen. So let's back up a minute and take a look at your website. Now that you have created your niche, so to speak, you know, how can you develop that website so that it really speaks to that niche? Now, there are people out there who have already developed um, sales letters that you can use on a landing page and you can just Google that. And these sales letters are very affordable in most cases. You could just go out and pick up somebody else's copy and make it your own. You buy it. It's all legit. And you have permission to use it. It's not copyrighted. And go ahead and pick up the sales letter information and make it your own if you're developing a landing page. If you're developing a full-fledged website, remember that it's important to speak to your niche, to your target audience, and not about you. Yes, sure, they'll want some information about you, and that's what the about page is. But the rest of your website is really about them and about their problem. So again, another strong benefit in really knowing who your target audience is, is that you know their problems, you know why they suffer. And if you're the expert, you also have some phenomenal solutions to offer them. Now, something that's important is you want to offer a free download that is going to solve some level of their problem or some of their problems or take them to the next level. You want to give away some powerful information to your audience, okay? You don't want to give away something that isn't going to be helpful. Why? Because that's just what good people do. First of all, people with a million-dollar mindset, but also because you want them to come back for more, right? You want them to pay for your next product, and that is what's going to happen if you have a powerful download. So they're going to come back, and they're going to pay for your next product. You're going to lead them on to the next product so or service, whatever it is. So that's an important thing to do is to gather some free information. So let's say that you've decided on a niche of um, fly fishing and uh, making your own, oh gosh, you can tell I know nothing about fly fishing, how that came to my head, goodness knows, but you're, you're, you make your own lures and you want to teach people how to make their own fly fishing lure, okay? Internet marketing, I, I would suspect that would be a really pretty good niche, okay? So 
Um, and I lost my train of thought on that because fly fishing really threw me off. But you want to speak to them and you want to give away something that is going to tell them, teach them something important, okay? So that they'll come back then and they'll ask you either to create the fly fish, uh, the lures for them which may be your ultimate goal, right? Establish your ultimate goal. Is it that they come back and they ask you questions or is it they come back and they pay you for something? So obviously it's that they're going to pay you for something. So what is it that they're going to pay you for? Okay, is it the ebook? That's the smartest way to go, not to build the lures for them or to make the lures for them, but to promise to deliver them a book with with full step-by-step guide and pictures and resources for supplies and everything else. Um, videos have to be in there showing them how to make these lures. Okay, that is going to be a strong business model rather than selling the lures unless you can get them done, you know, somewhere very, very, very affordably and you have an incredible markup and you have a, a, uh, a shipping process in place. Okay, and so that is my scoop on niching and why it's important. Do you have any questions? If you do, I want you to email me if you would at marlatabaka.com and I will do the best I can to either point you in the direction of a fabulous resource or answer my question myself. And if you have suggestions for shows in the future, then I certainly welcome those via email as well or any feedback that you have that will uh, help this show to be a a great resource for you because that's the desire that I have and that's the reason why I'm here on TogiNet every single week for you. So next week we have a guest uh, Chaney Weiner and he is going to really help us and embrace the million dollar mindset and uh, the Demartini method if you've ever heard of Demartini is Chaney's area of expertise so make sure not to miss that show because he'll have a lot of great stuff to share with us on the million dollar mindset again please visit my space on Inc. magazine I think there's a lot of great stuff there and I am just having a blast delivering it to people and that's at incinc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A. If you're interested in coaching, I would love to hear from you, man, woman, or otherwise. I would very much enjoy hearing from you. My level of expertise or my area of expertise, I should say, in coaching is really helping entrepreneurs who, female entrepreneurs, who have broken a six-figure mark to scale their business to the seven-figure mark, helping them get those fear barriers out of the way and any other barriers and to learn how to grow that business so that they can have the freedom and independence that they dream of. So if that fits you, give me a call and you'll find all of my contact information on my website at MarlaTabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A, dot com. So I do look forward to seeing you there. Drop a comment or email or feel free to call me if you're interested in, in discussing about how coaching can help you. 
Again, don't forget to listen to last week's show, a lot about Google+, and I really enjoyed speaking with Chris Brogman. Uh, Chris Brogan is a, uh, he's been in social media since, really, since its inception. So he knows a lot of good stuff, and uh, you'll find him over at Google+, too, obviously, and his latest book on Google+, is out there. So make sure and go. Google that and pick up a copy of Chris's book. I sure do look forward to seeing you again next week and uh, hearing your input as I do. And uh, think about what you can do today to really, really embrace your million-dollar mindset. This is Marla Tabaka. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if